apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Home Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com, email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com, or give him a call, 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345, corporate NMLS number 338-923, Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender, American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC, DBA, Mac Home Mortgage, Lo-Fi Direct, Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent, License Lender, Broker Number, ML338923, Massachusetts Mortgage Lender, and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC338923, Rhode Island License Lender, License Number 20112810L, call for additional details. Throwing jabs, always full send. Here we go again. Jared, Joe, and Jay's Clover Crest, top three corner man. Punching in with a punch's chance. We find a way to win. The main event, lock it in. Every Saturday at 10, the overhand is out of hand. When it comes to fist of cuffs, slide a hand on the undercard. You'll never see the punch. Uppercut, got you missing wave. Feet are stepping late. Keep your guard up, feeling faint from a faint. Take a stand and eight, then retaliate. Put up your duke, stick and move. Bob and wave, don't lose hope against the ropes. There's always an escape. Never stay down. One more round, bells ringing, counter punch with your chin tucked and go down swinging we bringing crosses with no worship hooks with no verses combinations with no locks when you feel the flurry of curtains from scrub scraps to fight stats relax if you want the facts because the best combat podcast is throwing jabs hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to throwing jabs combat sports podcast i'm big jace Running solo today, so it's going to be a quick one. This is going to be the one. You're going to watch the fights with your friends. Send them this quick video. Give them a rundown. Uh, it should be really quick. Get a little brushed up on the fights to come. And we got a big boxing heavyweight fight. Tyson Fury returning to the ring. But first, let's talk about the UFC fight night between Steven Wonderboy Thompson and Kevin Holland. And I'm going to break it down for you. Starting off. The sixth rank welterweight, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, 16 6 and 1 with seven knockouts and one submission. He's six foot with a 75 inch reach. Right now, he's on a two fight skid, U- unanimous decision against Bilal Muhammad in uh, December of last year, 2021. And he also lost a unanimous decision to Gilbert Burns in July 2021. But before that, he, w- he was on a two fight win streak. Both unanimous decisions over Jeff Neal in 2022 and Vicente Luque in 2019. And, I mean, this man has fought. He's a legend of the sport, a legend of the welterweight division. Uh, He's fought. I mean, he he had that second-round KO loss to Anthony Pettis in a great fight. 
in uh, 2019. I believe that was the Superman punch or, uh, off the cage. And then you have uh, the unanimous uh, you have the unanimous decision loss to Darren Till in 2018. I believe that was in Liverpool. The, the him just going to Darren Till's homeland uh, fighting, and that was a good fight as well. Uh, his last real noticeable win, unanimous decision over Jorge Masvidal is a real big name there. The only real name he's really won. Did he have a unanimous decision over Roy McDonald in 2016? Obviously, the Tyron Woodley fights, uh, those were great uh, fights to watch. Go back, watch those. Those are always fun. Also, way back in 2014, he did have a first-round TKO of Robert Whitaker. Granted, that was welterweight Robert Robert Whitaker. It's not the same as middleweight. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that that karate style, it's always a tough uh, puzzle to crack. Uh, I'm excited to see him get back to the ring, uh, get back in the octagon after a year off. I mean, age is getting to him, but we'll see. And, I mean, speaking of Robert Whitaker being uh, moving from welterweight to middleweight, Kevin Holland moving from middleweight to welterweight. Kevin Holland, obviously, uh, was a main eventer while at middleweight. He had those big uh, the, the big main event fights with uh, uh, with Marvin Vittori and uh, Derek Brunson in 2021. Both losses, uh, but he he has looked good. Uh, Kevin Holland since moving to welterweight. Uh, I, I do got to mention Kevin Holland, twenty three and eight with thirteen knockouts and six submissions. He's six foot three with an eighty one inch reach, uh, unranked in the welterweight division. But he is two and zero at welterweight. Uh, he did have a second round submission of Tim Means and second round TKO of uh, the Brazilian cowboy Alex Oliveira. Uh, but in his last fight, he did uh, lose via first-round submission to Kamzat Kamaev uh, at 180. I mean, last minute due to uh, Kamzat losing weight. I mean, uh, missing uh, weight. So I, I like what Kevin Holland's doing here at welterweight. I think he's found a little bit of a new home for himself. And this is where you really get in the rankings. I mean, Tim Means, uh, Alex Oliveira, like – those are some great names. Those are some great journeymen. But a guy like Stephen Wonderboy Thompson, a legend in, in the welterweight division, this is going to be your stamp for Kevin Holland. This is where you got to really emerge yourself as a contender. And, uh, I, I mean, there's so much going on in this welterweight division, especially if Leon Edwards can hold, hold on to the belt. There's so many opportunities. Um, and Kevin Holland can be another opportunity, even if, Say Usman wins the belt back or whatever. Kevin Holland coming in, that would be a great new name for Usman to go up against. So I, I think he is a needed jolt in this welterweight division, a new face, new name to get acclimated, and I think he does have the potential to do it. Uh, if he, I, I, I think I, – I hate to say this. I love Wonderboy so much. He's on the decline, brother. Like I, I think go be an analyst. I, I, he does good podcasting uh, as well. Uh, he's a great personality. Uh, I think if you lose this fight, you might have to start looking uh, elsewhere, but who knows? I mean, that karate style, it's always a tough puzzle to crack. So, uh, I mean, he, but the, the hype for what, uh, wonder boy, I don't see him getting back to the title. I see him staying as like a gatekeeper and I don't know if that's really what he wants. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I I expect Kevin Holland to be that new 
fresh of fresh air to this welterweight division. Uh, if if he can start finishing some people, uh, I I think he moves up on the up the rankings really really quick. But uh, just just being able to, I mean, he's done his last two fights. Uh, I mean, granted, Tim Means, Cal, Cowboy Olivera, or anything big. And, I mean, we can throw away that Kamza uh, fight, the, that Chamaya fight, because that the last minute, 180, I mean, it was a great fight. Uh, I mean, it, 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 and, and look at him. Look at Holland being willing to step in. He was a joke at, at middleweight. We've made fun of him so much on this show, uh, not being able to wrestle. He has those six submissions. Uh looking lost on the ground but uh at, at times but he, he's picked it up i think welterweight's his new home and i think he can at least get back in that main event picture like he was in the middleweight division uh, a couple fight nights here and there i will he get to a maybe, maybe get to a title i don't think he wins the belt but yeah i, I do see a little avenue for, for kevin holland to find some success here and uh, I think Wonderboy is a good notch to have in your belt because, uh, granted, Wonderboy is a legend of the welterweight division. All right, enough with that fight. It should be a good one. UFC is always a good one. Also, Barbarena versus uh, uh, Dos Anjos, the co-main event, that's going to be a fun one. Uh, this is a solid UFC card. But, uh, boy, with the, the, the fight I'm most excited for, we're going to get into... Right now, I you know me, I love my heavyweights, and also I love Tyson Fury. First big, I mean, a big box match, Tyson Fury coming back. Third fight with Derek uh, Chisora. Uh, Derek Chisora, 33 and 12 with 23 knockouts. He's six foot one and a half with a 74 inch reach. His last fight, split decision with Kubrat Polev. In 2022, but he did avenging a split decision loss in 2016 to Polev. Uh, Before that, 0-2 against Joseph Parker in 2021, a unanimous and split decision. He lost a unanimous decision to Alexander Usyk in 2020. Uh, 0-2 against Dillian White. was KO'd in the 11th round in 2018, split decision loss in 2016. Yeah, it, the two prior fights to Tyson Fury, 0-2, uh, co- uh, corner retirement uh, in the 10th, and no Moss in the 10th round in 2014, and a unanimous decision in 2011. 2011, can you believe that? He also fought Vitaly Klitschko uh, he, and lost unanimous decision in 2012. This man's been around the block, fought Tyson Fury is back as far as 2011. Uh is he is he gonna be able to redeem himself, or is he gonna fall zero and three to possibly one of the greatest, the greatest heavyweight to ever do it? Tyson Fury, thirty two zero and one with twenty three knockouts, six foot nine with an eighty five inch reach. Last fight he TKO'd Dillian White in twenty twenty two April earlier this year. Began his lineal heavyweight championship reign in November 2015 by VD, by defeating Vladimir Klitschko via unanimous decision, after which he w- retired or took hiatus for three years. And uh, we'll talk about those three years in the flurry coming up. 
But uh, after a couple tune-up fights, Tyson Fury reclaimed the center stage of the heavy, the boxing's heavyweight division. As in December 2018, Maria and Deontay Wilder put on an instant classic and a 12-round split draw. Obviously, the big Undertaker memes. Tyson Fury hitting the mat, coming up there in that last round. And then he comes back and he puts a flurry on Deontay Wilder. You go back, rewatch this fight, even if you haven't seen it before, even if you have seen it before, go back. That's a great fight, but he didn't stop there. Then after tune-up fights here and there as well, uh, Tyson Fury defended the lineal uh, title twice more in two great fights with Wilder, and he also gained the WBC heavyweight title along the way. Uh, Tyson Fury, great, great boxer, great fighter. Uh, I expect him to get it done. He knows Chisora already. Chisora, uh, great journeyman. But Tyson Fury, like when you're that big and you have as much skill as him, like you, no one's the, beating it. it. It sucks that this isn't a Usyk fight. That would have been really, really fun. But I, I think Fury... I, I mentioned all the tuna fights, all the tomato can fights going through uh, the my little breakdown there. But, I mean, that's what is keeping him at the top of the game. All, all these fighters, like, sitting back, waiting for the big fights. Guys like Deontay Wilder, about him versus uh, the Anthony Joshua days when they were trying to get that fight going. Like, you, you, that that's not what makes you great. What makes you great is the reps getting in the ring. Now, while that might wear you down, unless you're Tyson Fury, when you're as great and you don't take the punishment, I mean, granted, the Wilder fights, he did take punishment. But other than that, who else has uh, Tyson Fury really taken punishment against uh, in, in 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 this era of boxing? So, yeah, I, I think, yeah, just keep it going. Granted, I mean, it, people want to say you don't want to turn into a Lomachenko and have that Tiafima Lopez. Uh, deal, but I mean, you're not going up in weight if you're Tyson Fury. You're the biggest. No, you're not going to get anyone bigger than you. So yeah, just keep keep your craft going. Uh, sharpen your tools. Uh, make sure you're ready because eventually that Usyk fight is going to come and boy, oh boy, is it going to be fun. Alright. That's going to do it for fights this week. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure you check out clovercrestmedia.com for a bunch of other information about this podcast and a bunch of other great podcasts. Football fans, there's all four downs. I are all four downs in uh, NFL pick them. Uh, John, John about the G men, my, my Giants football podcast, Keys to the City, bunch of great sports shows, sports talk with RJ. So make sure you check those out. Also, if you don't like uh, sports, I don't know why you're watching this or if just to prep for uh, the fight. There is also true, a bunch of great true crime shows, some political shows as well. Uh, we, we just are working with CT politics uh, TV. So the, the, that's a fun thing that uh, Clovercrest is doing. So a bunch of different avenues for you to check out. Make sure you check out www.clovercrestmedia.com and make sure you follow throwing jabs uh, on Twitter at throwing jabs. Make sure you uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, Throwing Jabs Podcast on YouTube, and Throwing Jabs Podcast on Facebook. Make sure you like us there. Make sure you, and make sure you download us on any 
uh, podcast platform. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you download and subscribe to Throwing Jabs and make sure a little self-insert here. Follow me on Twitter, Big Jace the Ace as well. Um, and we're going to end the show like we always do. No Jared today, but I'm going to hit you with the flurry about Fury. Now, every time Tyson Fury's fight fight comes up, I, I have to bring up this story. Uh, I, I think I'm going to end it here. I mean, I, no, I'll probably bring it up the next time. But Tyson Fury, we talked about that. I mentioned earlier the three years off after he won the lineal belt beating of Vladimir Klitschko. I uh, didn't really have any. I mean, the boxing's heavyweight division wasn't as uh, big as it was then. Uh, I mean, boxing was really down bad, especially with heavyweights. That was a period of time, like, uh, especially in America. I mean, we as Americans, uh, people couldn't name the the heavyweight champion of the world. And that's something that hasn't happened in a while. Like, boxing and heavyweight champions, like, America has dominated. Uh, and Tyson Fury beats Klitschko, uh, rides off into the sunset, uh, still leaving boxing up in the air. Then you have this Anthony Joshua, uh, Deontay Wilder back and forth. Nothing ever gets going. Um, and while that was, that really like brought up, uh, brought back up heavyweight boxing and, uh, to the center stage, to the main, uh, spotlight, uh, Deontay Wilder was, I mean, uh, Tyson Fury, I'm sorry. Tyson Fury was dealing with some stuff. Uh, a lot of substance abuse issues. Ballooned up to over 400 pounds uh, during his hiatus. And um, dealing with a lot of mental health issues, as uh, I'm sure everyone's been there. Um, and it, it was just it, so much so he's, uh, he talks about it on Joe, the Joe Rogan podcast uh interview with him if you haven't seen that i suggest you talk you check that out but he's driving uh his lamborghini down the highway just speeding really really fast debating whether or not he should just pull off uh and just crash it and die uh and kill himself and that's how dark and scary of a place he was in um but then he was scrolling through uh instagram don't screw scrolling through uh i think i believe it was instagram and it was during the Joshua Wilder back and forth when people thought they were going to get a fight out of that, and, and, and they didn't. And uh, Tyson Fury saw Deontay Wilder mention, uh, call himself boxing's new Mike Tyson. Tyson Fury being uh, born of a boxing family, the the name Tyson, him, him being named, he was named after Mike Tyson. Tyson Fury was. So he took that to heart. He was disrespected by that because uh, he, he did not see Deontay Wilder as uh, the next Mike Tyson, as another Mike Tyson. So being over 400 pounds, I talked about, I think, in that podcast with Joe Rogan, he talks about doing cocaine. Um, and being, he, he used that, despite all this stuff, he used that one thing from Deontay Wilder to get motivated, to get back up and uh, f- from being down and crawl out from rock bottom. Um, and then after a couple of tuna fights, he obviously has that instant, that, that killer fight with Deontay Wilder that really brings 
boxing's heavy. That was the, the big thing on ESPN and all the other sports talk shows. The next day, heavyweight boxing is back. And it was because of that draw. And, and when does that ever happen? A draw. People hate draws. Right? Unless you're the United States against England in the World Cup or the, the, that fight. Like, the draw was was there and people saw it. And, I mean, talk about what all I talk about, that mental health stuff with Fury. That last round when Deontay Wilder hit him with his best punch, knocked him out. And as the refs count when Fury just gets up like the Undertaker, just springs up, gets up. Bro, like, I've talked about it before on this show. He got hit with uh, Deontay Wilder's best punch. Best punch. The hardest hitter in boxing right now. Got hit with his best punch. and But that wasn't the worst. Like, he's been to rock bottom. He knows what it's like to be at the bottom. And that wasn't it. He's gotten up from worse. He's gotten here. So much can go wrong here, but with your body. But here, this is what needs, this is what really keeps you sharp sharp he was knocked out he was down out for the count up here and he got up so when he's down out for the count body wise his mind is pushing him we've done this before we've done it worse and and that's really the message i want to get across i mean i've had struggles been to the hospital twice um in a psych ward i i deal with mental health issues all the time been homeless um I've dealt with depression, um, and th- this story has just resonated with me so much. So that's why I want to share it with you guys. Uh, yeah, no matter how bad it is, you can always get back up. No matter whether the the ref is at a three count or he's at the six, the seven, the, the whether it's later in the count, you can always get back up. You can always keep fighting. Because Tyson Fury did it. Tyson Fury didn't just do it in the ring. He did it in his life. And that helped him find success. And I'm working towards that path right now. And I, I hope other people can find that path as well. Thank you guys for watching and listening. We'll see you next week for more Throwing Chaps. Peace out. Throwing jabs, always full send. Here we go again. Jared, Joe, and Jace. Clover Crest, top three corner man. Punching in with a punch's chance. We find a way to win. The main event, lock it in. Every Saturday at 10, the overhand is out of hand. When it comes to fisticuffs, slide a hand on the undercard. You'll never see the punch. Uppercut, got you missing wave. Feet are stepping late. Keep your guard up, feeling faint from a faint. Take a stand in eight, then retaliate. Put up your duke, stick and move. Bob and wave, don't lose hope against the ropes. There's always an escape. Never stay down. One more round, bells ringing, counter punch with your chin tucked and go down swinging we bring in crosses with no worship hooks with no verses combinations with no locks when you feel the flurry of curtains from scrub scraps to fight stats relax if you want the facts because the best combat podcast is throwing jabs Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the GMAT. 
and great true crime shows like Sticky Meat, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, the Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.